What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's cracking, Chiefs Kingdom? What's going on? It is Chargers Week. It is a gorgeous Red Friday here in Kansas City. The Chiefs have an opportunity to take a commanding lead in the AFC West. Got the Chargers coming down for a beautiful Sunday afternoon tilt on 325, the afternoon slate. I've got a lot to get to today. This is the Arrowhead Addict Betting Show. I am Joe Summers. I appreciate you being here. Thank you to Sean Daly for producing this bad boy behind the screens. We've got the undefeated trend that proves the Chiefs are going to cover against the Chargers this week. I've got a ton of Chiefs bets, whether it's on the team as a whole or player props individually. I've been seeing the comments from my man, Angry Junkin' German on YouTube. I know you want some Chiefs player props. Well, this is the episode for you. We've got a lot of players that are poised for huge games against the downtrodden Chargers this week. We've also got my weekly summer sweats across the league, my favorite bets. I built a plus 1,500 same-game parlay for Chiefs and Chargers, and I've got a couple other players props to look around the league as well. So we've got a ton to get to today. Your Chiefs, despite the turmoil, despite the struggles, we're sitting at 5-1 and one atop the AFC, a chance to effectively end the AFC West race against a rival. We're, we're looking hot. We've got potentially Frank Clark coming in. We brought McCall Hardman back. The boys are back together. It's looking like another profitable, wonderful year for the Chiefs. I'm ready to jump into it. I Drank some espresso, I exfoliated, I got Pup Academy on Netflix downstairs for the dogs, so hopefully they won't bark during this. We are ready to roll. Got my eye on some winning bets. So the the first thing that I want to address, this Chiefs-Chargers game, there's one sneaky undefeated trend this season that shows why the Chiefs are going to cover the spread. The Chiefs, pretty much across the board, are currently sitting at five and a half point favorites against the Chargers. The total is around 48 or 47 and a half. So expecting a moderately tight division battle that ends in a Chiefs victory. We've got the best ways to bet this game, but luckily you've got an opportunity to ensure you're a winner no matter what, thanks to this brand new DraftKings promotion that you do not want to miss. New DraftKings users can place a $5 first bet to instantly claim 200 in bonus bets. You'll also be rewarded with a separate no-sweat same-game parlay every single day after opting in. All you have to do is use our promo code ARROWHEAD. Using that code ARROWHEAD not only gets you these great bonuses, a same-game parlay every day plus 200 in bonus bets, but it also directly supports our podcast. 
If you've been considering signing up for DraftKings, just make sure to use that code ARROWHEAD to maximize your first bets and your parlays every day. The offer is only available to new customers who are 21 and over and physically present in legal gambling states. Please remember to always gamble responsibly and to check the episode description for full details and eligibility requirements of the offer. So we've got a ton of bets to get to, a lot of which happen to be on DraftKings. You already know that you're going to be a winner no matter what, but let's go ahead and double up and turn this into a wildly profitable week. So the Chiefs, favorites over the Chargers. I'm sure you've seen all week about how tough the Chargers always play the Chiefs. We're one in five against the spread in our last six games against the Chiefs, against the Chargers. Every single game in that stretch was decided by one possession, except for the game that we lost. So the Chargers do play us tight, but there's a lot of reasons to believe that the Chiefs are in a fantastic position to cover the five and a half point spread. So last week, we all likely saw it in front of a national audience. The Chargers played the Cowboys. That's extremely important. The Cowboys play a very physical brand of football. They're tough up front, both the defensive line and the offensive line, and they're just a difficult team to face. So I did a little research, and it turns out every single team that has played the Cowboys failed to cover the spread the following week. Consider, Dallas played the Giants in week one. The Giants are terrible, but New York won in week two, did not cover the spread against the Cardinals. It was a narrow victory with the larger spread. The New York Jets lost as 2.5-point underdogs to the Patriots in week three. Arizona covered the first three weeks of the season, played Dallas, and then got demolished 35-16 to by the 49ers with a 14.5-point spread in week five. New England got blown out 34 to zero as two point favorites against the Saints. And then of course, last week, the 49ers dominated the Cowboys and then proudly lost as 9.5 point favorites to the Browns. So every single team that plays the Cowboys has a bad week the following week. This game was on Monday night. So not only do the Chargers have to deal with the physical Cowboys defense, but they also are on a short week. Contrast that with the Chiefs, who had 10 days of rest and recovery. We all know the stats about how good Andy Reid is after a bye. Couple that with the Chargers being on a short week and facing the Cowboys, and we're sitting pretty. I think the narrative is going to be that the Chargers will keep the game close, and and a a five-and-a-half-point spread is too big, given how well the Chargers have played the Chiefs and how shaky the Chiefs have looked at large. But look, it's hard to argue with the trends. The Chiefs have covered the spread in four of our last five games. Last week's field goal by Harrison Butker at the end of the game gave us the push over the Broncos. We've had the extra rest. We're adding new pieces to the team. Kelsey gets 10 days of rest to get healthy. I'm really confident this week, and I do think that we cover the five-and-a-half-point spread. And a lot of the Chiefs – I was doing a lot of research this week um, trying to figure out what the Chiefs' offensive problems are. It's honestly just the red zone defense. We are sustaining the longest drives of Patrick Mahomes' career. I wrote for Casey Kingdom earlier this week that Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs, the iteration of this Chiefs offense is different than any other offense that we've seen with Mahomes, obviously. But 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 the reason why might make you feel a little bit more confident. So we have the longest time of possession that we've ever had under Patrick Mahomes. And he also has the lowest average depth of target in his career. I'll turn, uh, 
to coincide with that, we've got four players in the top 25 of yards after catch per reception. So this iteration of the offense, and we'll see what happens in future weeks, but it's much more akin to a Kyle Shanahan style, Sean McVay offense than what we've seen from Mahomes. Instead of these deep shots to a Tyreek or, or Kelsey down the field, we're hitting short intermediate routes and then letting our guys that are excellent at breaking tackles like Kadarius Pacheco, McKinnon, Rice, all these guys, we're letting them run after the catch. As a result, we're having slower possessions. It takes more plays for us to get the same amount of yardage. But that means that we're controlling the clock. Our offense is still fifth in the league in yards per play. My belief is the offense is totally fine and we shouldn't be worried. We're just making some mistakes in the red zone. Patrick Mahomes is only completing 50% of his passes in the red zone. We uh, rank 17th in red zone touchdown percentage after ranking in the top half of the league every year of Mahomes' career. Shoot, last year we were second, scoring a touchdown on over 71% of our red zone possessions. We're around 50 this year. So obviously a problem, but one that I believe can be fixed with some smarter play calling and cutting down on Mahomes' mistakes in the red zone. The big takeaway for me through six weeks has been that we are an ability to sustain these long drives those short little six yard swing passes to pacheco we had six of them last week they're essentially extended run plays and as we find ways to get these five six seven yard gains to extend the drive we are going to control the possession and basically flip the script on what teams have tried to do to beat the Chiefs the last several seasons. Consider the all, all the talk that we had about how the Chiefs are losing the time of possession battle, and that makes it more likely for us to lose because we score so quick. Well, Andy Reid was listening. We are scoring slower, but at a similar yards per drive, uh, scoring per drive type of conversion. The only issue is that Mahomes hasn't been very good in the red zone. So I think McCole Hardman trade this week helps that. I think that our offense is completely fine. And I think that we're going to keep the ball out of Justin Herbert's hands as a result, especially given the, the Cowboys matchup that they faced last week. So I think that the Chiefs minus five and a half is an excellent bet to make this week. But I also, because of everything I just said about the new offense, think that the under 48 over at Caesars has a lot of value as well. The defense is exceptional. We're bringing Charles Amenehue back this week. I don't expect him to play a crazy amount of snaps, but it's another capable pass rusher. Trent McDuffie and Legereus Sneed look like the best cornerback duo in the league. Chris Jones is rapidly rising in the defensive player of the year market. Like, this defense is legit. And as long as the Patrick Mahomes-led offense doesn't turn the ball over a bunch, we're going to have these long... 10 plus play drives that eat up the clock and prevent Justin Herbert and the Chargers offense from making a big impact. Consider the under is seven and two in the Chiefs' last nine home games. It's five, two, and one in the Chargers' last eight road games. Because of this new offense, because of the trends, because of how good our defense is, coupled with the fact that Herbert's dealing with an injury on his finger, Chargers' offense looks out of sorts, they're on a short week. I think we'll see some sloppy offense from Los Angeles, particularly early. And I think that the under is the play to make to couple with the Chiefs minus five and a half. So I, those are my two favorite plays on the game at large. But I also think that it is a perfect teaser play for anyone out there looking for just a little bit of a larger safety net. So a teaser essentially means that you're picking multiple games, but you add six points to the spread or the total. So in this 
particular example, you get to add six points. It's the worst payout. You pick two to get to even odds almost. So the Chiefs minus five and a half and the under 48. If we were to do a teaser on that, that means that you would get the Chiefs at plus a half a point. Just need to win or tie, I guess. And then under 54, that'll be minus 110 odds. And then you just need the Chiefs to win and the under 54. I think that we're going to win without the teaser, but just something to keep in mind as you're looking at your bets for the week. So the Chiefs, schedule makers did us a huge favor giving us the Cowboys or giving us the Chargers right after they faced the Cowboys. Love that. Love the way that our defense is playing, especially at home, getting the Minahue back. I think that this is the week where the Chargers have to have a very tough conversation about Brandon Staley. That's not the only bets I've got on the game, though. We've got a plethora of player props available. But before I get into the player props that are going to win us some cash this week, I do want to make sure that you know how to become a member of our Arrowhead Addicts family. If you like this podcast, if you like the Arrowhead Addict crew and the content that we bring, please do consider becoming a member of our family. Members get access to special emojis and loyalty badges to use during YouTube streams like this one, and also an invite to our private Discord where you can hang out with our Arrowhead Addict hosts and talk Chiefs football, movies, beer. It's new music Friday, maybe some new tunes, a lot of new albums out. We got some Rolling Stones. We got some uh, some Bleak 182. Talk about whatever you want. The floor is yours. And you also get an invite to private events with our hosts, like a monthly happy hour in our fantasy football league that I'm getting crushed in right now. It's a lot of fun. So please check out information for a description about joining our Arrowhead Addict family in the description of the podcast below or wherever you receive this. We would love to have you on board, and I look forward to chopping it up in the Discord. Player props. Angry Junkin' German, this is for you. We finally have player props released ahead of the game, and we can dive into it. There are several players due for a massive game, in my opinion. And this is the Chargers. This is the most exciting game of the season to this point. We can go up three and a half games over Los Angeles in the AFC West, and it's not even Halloween yet. So I think we'll be ready. There are several players that I'm targeting this week, the first of which, of course, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has been disrespected in the betting market. So I am taking three different Mahomes props. We're loading up this week. It's Chargers week. We've got this DraftKings guaranteed $200 bonus bet offer. Let's rock and roll. Mahomes, three props. First, over two and a half passing touchdowns at plus 152 odds at Caesars. We'll also take Mahomes over 278 and a half passing yards. That's a DraftKings, so you can use that bonus. And then finally, we're going to take his over 24 and a half rushing yards at FanDuel. Passing touchdowns, passing yards, rushing yards. This is going to be Mahomes, no, I'm actually the MVP type of game. In his last four games against the Chargers, Mahomes threw at least three touchdowns three times. He's cleared this passing total 278 and a half yards each of the last two games. And we're still getting a big discount on what we typically see his odds at just because of the way that the offense has struggled in the red zone. And I think this is the week that we start to fix that. The Chargers are dead last in the NFL in opponent passing yards per game, giving up 289 even after you account for sacks. And if you haven't seen, Khalil Mack is sacking the quarterback at a historic level. He had six against the Raiders, even including the sack yards. They're giving up 289 a game. 
I look back at their five opponents. They had a bias. So they've only had five opponents. Dak Prescott had a season high in passing yards. Kirk Cousins threw for a season high 367 passing yards. Ryan Tannehill averaged 10.3 passing yards per attempt, his second highest passing yard total on the season. Aiden O'Connell looked good against the Chargers defense. And I'm, I, I'll give you five bucks if you know what college Aiden O'Connell went to. It was, it was Purdue. He went to the Boilermakers. He's not good. He still looks solid. And then finally, of course, in week one, two attack of Iloa's season high, 466 passing yards and three touchdowns. So out of five quarterbacks, four of them have had their season high in passing yards against the Chargers. The fifth, Kurt, uh, Ryan Tannehill, had his second highest total and threw for 10.3 yards per attempt, three yards more per attempt than any other matchup that he's had. This is the perfect secondary to attack for Patrick Mahomes to, to basically get back to the Patrick Mahomes that we all know and love. So we know that Patrick Mahomes is going to have an opportunity to throw against the Chargers. Even in past years when the Chargers defense wasn't the worst in the league against the pass, he still hit these numbers. So I love Mahomes plus 152 for th at least three passing touchdowns and the over 278 passing yards at minus 115. But finally, the just lock it and load it every single week. Until further notice, bet Patrick Mahomes rushing yards over. It's currently sitting at 24 and a half at FanDuel. He's hit this in five of his six games. It's clearly an emphasis for the offense until we trust the receivers a little bit more. The, the way that we're seeing the pocket, even if it's not a broken pocket, when he's not seeing separation from the receivers, he takes off in a big game, an opportunity to seal the AFC West. Give me Patrick Mahomes to hit his rushing yards over as well. So we've got three doozies to start. But, I mean, we got to talk about my man. The Chargers killer, Travis Kelsey himself, over 72 and a half receiving yards and six and a half catches. You can get the receiving yards at DraftKings, the catches at FanDuel. In Kelsey's last five games against the Chargers, he's got 37 catches on 55 targets for 551 yards and six touchdowns. That averages out to about seven and a half catches a game, 110 yards, and over a touchdown each game. This will probably be the healthiest that we've seen Kelsey all season. So I'm expecting a big game from him in that sense. But the big reason that I love Kelsey is the Chargers defensive tendencies. Chargers run zone coverage at the eighth highest rate of any defense in the NFL. They run zone just over 80% of the time, but they rank 28th in first downs and touchdowns allowed on a per play basis, 30th in yards allowed per zone coverage target, and 31st in explosive play rate allowed. So they run zone coverage at one of the highest rates in the league, and they also suck at doing it. Kelsey, on the other hand, is one of the best zone coverage beaters in all of the NFL. All nine of his targets and catches against Denver last week came against zone coverage. So it's no wonder that he tears up the Chargers every time he plays them. Brandon Staley's defense gives Kelsey holes to attack. So I'm going with Kelsey's props. But that exact same reasoning is also why I'm going with Rasheed Rice, over 36 and a half receiving yards. You can get that at DraftKings as well with that Arrowhead promo code to ensure you get the $200 bonus bets. So all the same argument for Kelsey having success against zone coverage applies to Rasheed Rice as well. Reception Perception is a Yahoo database that essentially 
measures how effective a player is against a particular type of coverage, whether they get the target or not. They've got Rasheed Rice in 82.6% success rate versus zone coverage this year, much better than the than his uh, coverage against man. He's had at least four catches in three of his last four games, at least five targets in four of six this season. Of his 21 catches on the year, 20 of them came against zone coverage for 237 yards. To this point, we have not had a matchup that benefits Rice more than this one. And given the way that he's taken over snaps in recent weeks and target share, I expect Rice to have a big game. DraftKings has his receiving prop set at 36 and a half yards, but I actually like him to get 70 plus receiving yards at plus 450 odds over at DraftKings. So a $10 bet would win you 45 there. And then the final chief I want to target is Isaiah Pacheco, over 14 and a half receiving yards over at FanDuel. This new offense, the, the lower depth of target, it is benefiting Pacheco quite a bit. He's cleared 14 and a half receiving yards in four of his six games. Just last week, he caught six of six targets for 36 yards, had 43 yards against the Jets. The tough defensive fronts like the Chargers with Khalil Mack up front, he has been heavily involved in those short swing passes out of the backfield. I think we're going to say that, see the same thing here. He's averaging 22 and a half receiving yards per game. And over the last two weeks, the Chargers gave up 81 receiving yards to Josh Jacobs and 80 receiving yards to Tony Pollard. This is a defense that gets shredded by receiving running backs. So I like Pacheco to get over that 14 and a half. So we know what Chiefs, so we know what Chiefs players that we're going to be targeting with player props. But I also like the under on Justin Herbert, under 269 and a half passing yards over at Caesars. The Chiefs are only giving up 183 and a half passing yards per game. This new offensive emphasis on longer possessions makes it harder to, to get a bunch of passing yards, essentially. And Justin Herbert's gone under this total in three of his five games. The, the two worst defenses that he faced were the times that he went over. So I expect a tough game for Herbert on the short week with Chris Jones, Karloftis, Amenahue, you know, Felix, if he gets in there, Dan is playing really well. It's going to be a really difficult defense for him to pass on. So I like the Herbert under passing yards as well. And, you know, I promised, I promised before we jump into my summer sweats, I promised that I would give you a Chiefs same game parlay. So here we go. Angry, drunken German, this is for you. I like the Chiefs. This is over at, at DraftKings. Plus 1,500 odds. Chiefs money line. Mahomes over passing yards. Kelsey over receiving yards. Kelsey to score a touchdown. Rasheed Rice over receiving yards. And Pacheco over receiving yards. That's six plays that coincide with each other. It's unlikely that Mahomes gets his passing yards over unless he's throwing the ball to Rice or Kelsey or Pacheco. But you, thanks to it being at DraftKings, you can use that no sweat, same game parlay offer that I discussed earlier to make sure that you'll either win or you'll live to bet another day. So that's the same game parlay I'm going with, plus 1,500 odds. A $10 bet would win you 150 and so forth from there. So we've got our Chiefs bets. We're targeting those players. We think the Chiefs are going to roll thanks to that undefeated train about facing the Cowboys and then struggling the next week due to the physicality. But I've also got several summer sweats around the league that I want to jump into. Though before we get into that, you got to make sure that you are swagged out with our Arrowhead Addict merch store. 
The Aerohydetic merch store is live and you can visit right now by clicking the link in the description below wherever you get this podcast. We've got tons of options, whether you're getting a shirt, a hoodie, a beach towel, a pint glass, sandals, towels, whatever you want, it's on there for you. Rep the podcast and save a bit of money while you're at it. We really, really appreciate the support. So check out that link in the description below and get yourself some Arrowhead Addict swag. All right, we got our cheese bets. Before we conclude, I want to look around the league with this week's Summer's Sweats. We are sitting 9-6 and six on the year with Summer's Sweats, my bets around the league. And I want to keep going by looking at a few marquee matchups this week. So the first Summer's Sweat that I like around the league is the Commanders. Minus 2.5 over the New York Giants, over both at Caesars and DraftKings. The Giants are 1-5 against the spread in their last six games. They're coming off that hard-fought battle against the Bills. We don't know what Daniel Jones' status is. They've got a ton of offensive line injuries. Evan Neal's not going to play this week, which is horrific news against one of the league's best defensive fronts. The Commanders have covered each of their last three road games this year by an average of six points per game. Dating back to last season, they're 7-2 against the spread in their last nine games on the road. Meanwhile, the Giants, who look like they might be competing for the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, they've had two home games this year. They lost 24-3 to Seattle and 40-0 to Dallas. They have scored three points in two home games. Give me the commanders. The second summer sweat we're going with this week to keep building our record is the Lions plus three at the Baltimore Ravens. This is minus 110 at DraftKings. The Ravens are a horrific bet when they're at home, and when they're a favorite. They are 2-8-1 and one against the spread in their last 11 home games. Just 3-3 three and three outright in their last six games as favorites. Meanwhile, the Lions are 14-2 and two against the spread in their last 16 games dating back to last season. They've covered the spread in seven consecutive matchups as underdogs and are 6-1 and one outright in that spot. So if you prefer to bet on the Lions to win outright, that's cool with me. I, I don't I don't blame you for doing that. They're an excellent matchup-specific spot this week. But then the final one, I'm going to go to Indianapolis. We're going to take the Cleveland Browns as a road favorite against the Colts. But instead of taking either team on the spread, I'm going with the under 40 and a half that you can get at minus 110 odds at all the main sports books. The Browns defense has been incredible and the offense stinks, whether it's PJ Walker, or Deshaun Watson at quarterback. They have a run heavy approach. Jerome Ford's looked great in replacement of Nick Chubb, limits the possessions. The under is nine, two, and one in the Browns' last dozen contests and four and one in their last five as a favorite. Gardner Minshew, who will be quarterbacking the Colts for the foreseeable future, he takes a ton of sacks and he turns the ball over a lot. In his action with the Colts, it's been a disaster. He is he took three sacks with three interceptions against the Jags last week. A couple weeks ago when he played against the Ravens, he took five sacks. Last year when he subbed in, he took six sacks on New Year's Day against the Saints. The guy doesn't score very much, and so the unders are a really profitable bet. So I'm going with the Browns, Colts under, the Lions plus three, and then, of course, the Commanders, Eric Bieniemy minus two and a half against the downtrodden Giants that look like they uh, are better off tanking for Caleb Williams than trying to do anything this season. But that's not the, the, the only summer sweats that I want to hit on. I also want to get to one real quick. I've got one more bonus 
player prop ladder for you. So something that I like to try to do is if a player's, say, rushing or receiving prop is set at 60 yards, but I think that they might have a 100-plus yard game, you could do something called a ladder where you bet on the individual prop over 60 yards or whatever, and then you also bet the alternative props up to 100 or more, however far you want to go. There's two players that, in my opinion, fit that bill this week. You can get both of these fan duel. Kenneth Walker, running back for the Seattle Seahawks. They're taking on the Arizona Cardinals, who just surrendered over 150 rushing yards to Kyron Williams. The run defense has been horrific. The Seahawks are seven and a half point favorites and have been feeding Walker like crazy. So we should see a game script that favors Kenneth Walker. His receiving or his rushing prop rather is set at 75 and a half yards over at FanDuel. I like taking the alternate pl- line of 100 or more rushing yards at plus 198 odds. I think he's in, he's due for a monster game and could even reach the 150 that Kyron Williams hit last week. But I like to pair that. So I like I like backing Walker. But this is Kelsey's week, man. This look at him. Look at him. It's it's Kelsey against the Chargers. He just bought a six million dollar house in Leewood to have more privacy with Taylor Swift. He he's gonna he's gonna be ready to take out his frustrations and his angst on Los Angeles. So Travis Kelsey, a hundred plus receiving yards is plus two oh five at FanDuel. You can bet these individually, or what I am doing is combining them for a parlay. Kenneth Walker, 100-plus rushing yards. Travis Kelsey, 100-plus receiving yards. That's plus 808 odds. A $10 bet wins you $80.80 just for two players to have big games, and one of which is the Chargers killer. So I'm going with that player prop parlay. For the summer sweats, we've got the Browns, Colts under, the Lions plus three, the Commanders minus two and a half, And then, of course, our laundry list, our gauntlet of Chiefs bets. As a quick recap, we're taking the Chiefs minus five and a half, the under 48. I also like doing those as a teaser. And then we're also taking Patrick Mahomes over passing yards, over passing touchdowns, over rushing yards. We're taking Kelsey over receiving yards, over receptions. Isaiah Pacheco over receiving yards. And of course, Rasheed Rice, the man of the hour, over 36 and a half receiving yards and 70 plus receiving yards at plus 450 odds. For the Chargers, Justin Herbert under 267 and a half passing yards. I think the defense is going to dominate. And, and you know, that plus 1,500 same game parlay combining a lot of those that I discussed at DraftKings is the moneymaker this week. Throw $100 on that. Fingers crossed we get to $1,500. So we've got a ton to look at heading into this week. This might be the best time to buy the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl if you haven't already. Our odds are only shrinking. We look like the most dominant defense in the AFC. Once the offense gets things together, and I think this is the week that we show that we are the same normal efficient offense. But once that happens, you can go ahead and and start the parade right now. We're winning that second straight Lombardi, and this is the week that gets things started. Let's go ahead and clinch that AFC West for an eighth consecutive season. I'm fired up for this week. I hope you are too. It's a beautiful day. It should be a beautiful weekend. Let's rock and roll. Chiefs Kingdom, I cannot thank you enough for joining me. Ready to make some money this week. We'll be back here next week. 
Friday at noon central to break down our week eight matchup against the Broncos. Thank you again for being here. Thank you to Sean Daly for producing this. And I will see you not only next week, but this Sunday, Arrowhead Addicts got you covered with the pregame, the halftime, and the post-game show. So tap in, subscribe to YouTube, comment, rate, check out the description for all those offers we discussed earlier. But thank you again, and until next time, go Chiefs.